0: It's as as time. Ba ba da da. Beauty and the Welcome back to why do people like anime? Is that what you thought I was gonna I, do? I,
1: I thought you were just gonna. Uh, you, in the past, I've heard you do a pretty good just rendition of just the
0: Beauty and <laughs> the Beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Beauty and the Beast. Welcome back. Uh, hi. Hey.
1: Welcome back to why do people like Disney classic films?
0: <laughs> or. Slash, you know, sometimes we do that on the weekends, but uh, slash, why do people like anime? Um, I'm Julie. I'm John. And we are two people who have embarked on a journey on the back of a whale with subwoofers on it to discover what the deal is about anime.
1: The cyber world of anime. You know, my initial idea for a podcast would be for us to only watch uh, Disney sequels. <laughs> It, and whether or not we had seen the original was no. irrelevant. Specifically, because oh, all the Disney, because uh, there's like Beauty and the Beast too. There's like Beauty and the Beast, the Holiday Edition. There are all these like we like terrible, terrible direct to, to DVD, yeah, to VHS sequels of like all their big oh, yeah. hit movies.
0: They're, those were like specifically targeted at. You took your kid to see The Lion King, now the kid wants to keep watching The Lion King. So here's another version of The Lion King. Yeah, they're they're gonna love it. The kid
1: <laughs> the kid will not tell the difference yes. whatsoever. Simba will be in it.
0: Simba Timon and Pumbaa will be in it. Yeah, it was kind of like before, like there was like TV movies, I think. Yeah. it was like the or maybe TV movies were happening at the same time
1: it's like it's it was Disney's take on that yeah because there yeah. are a couple I think there are a couple I think there was like an Aladdin cartoon right I just remember we watched uh I think I had watched Atlantis with you for my first time um I think it's I think it might have been on Netflix then mm-hmm. and they also had Atlantis too so I, I was curious so I played that and for those who haven't seen the first Atlantis probably like Disney's
0: Sleeper hit,
1: sleeper hit, and maybe their most impressive like two D animation.
0: Yeah, vis- visually spectacular.
1: Yeah, and then and then Atlantis two just looks like total dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: they were like, "Bah, you're not gonna watch it." <laughs> it looks like
1: it looks like that Zelda game for the fucking three D O. I just imagine.
0: i just imagine that they're like okay we're gonna make an to atlantis too but we have a, a quarter of the budget <laughs> we got uh, no money an Eighth of the time and we're just gonna put it on a dvd anyway hey, so hey, don't worry about it too much
1: hey bobby what are you doing yeah. you want to write an atlantis movie i haven't seen a boss ah just just fucking watch it just, just write the, it
0: just read the spark notes remember yeah, spark notes
1: i do <laughs> I think so, sorry go ahead
0: i was gonna say i was gonna segue Segue. I was going to segue into uh, well, while we're talking about Disney, and there's some obvious pulse to Beauty and the Beast with this movie that we watched uh, this week, which was called Belle.
1: Belly. Like, How's come it's on. Called in France.
0: Belle. Belle with no e at the end. Um, <laughs> it's not really the same story. Just because you have a beast monster and a a, a beautiful girl. I mean, there was some obvious direct pulls, but like, not the same story. Sorry, it,
1: it wasn't. I'll, although I will, I will admit in that I am such a dumbass that it did not occur to me that because we had seen the trailer a couple times, <laughs> like we we sort of knew the story, or at least I sort of knew the story going on. It did not occur to me that this movie would be a a, a uh, an interpretation or retelling or whatever of. Beauty and the Beast. I just, I just thought it was going to be about an anime girl named Belle yeah. on the internet.
0: No, I didn't catch it immediately either. You know what hinted? I mean, I think I would have picked up on it, but we went and we saw this at Alamo Draft yeah, House. Yeah, the, their pre-show and, is what. And the pre-show was all Beauty and the Beast.
1: And I was like, oh, yeah. It was like
0: the history of Beauty and the Beast. Wow. Like that was it. Whereas, like, I thought the movie was so much more about like the internet the internet. Yeah. And it's not a love story.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. It's um it really isn't. Uh I guess before we before we dive into it, uh what are your what are your overall what are your overall thoughts of Bell? I know you have a lot. What what was I your I loved it. Yeah.
0: I loved it. And I cried. I wept (laughs) in that movie theater.
1: What was your what was your cry count
0: for? No, I would say I I don't think I can even say cry count. I think I started crying at a certain point and just kept crying (laughs) through the whole for through the the rest of the movie. Yeah, I don't know if I'm just like in an emotional mood though lately. But like I feel like in my personal life I haven't really like cried very much. But like uh, recently, like we went to a show like a concert that really got me going like. Like I've been very affected by media lately. <laughs>
1: Shout out to Flenser, uh, yes. recording artist Midwife.
0: Yeah, we saw the we saw a show from this this band I love called Midwife, and I was moved. Yeah, <laughs> and then this movie really really touched me, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. But I think, um, what's the director's name? Mamoru Hosoda. Hosoda. Hos- Hosoda. Yeah. Uh, I think he's just like. He just nails it in, like the way he, uh, shows his characters' emotion, like the characters experiencing the emotions. I think he just nails it.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. The
0: subtleties. Yeah. What do you think?
1: Um, if you're interest, if you're interested in anything around the Flenser, uh, please listen to our episode "Animatrix," starring <laughs> Flenser, uh, HQ, honcho Jonathan, to it. Um, <laughs> I really liked it. I, I thought it was great. I think it's probably my favorite Hosoda thing we've seen. I don't know. I, I might I might kinda need to sit with that just because um that might just be sort of recency bias. Right. Um <laughs> if I have if there's one thing that I sort of kinda kept thinking about that kind of I don't wanna say it bugged me, but if there's if there's any uh mark against the movie I would say that there's almost too much movie. <laughs> like the plot is so goes in so many different directions that I feel like it it's like there there're like it it kind of just keeps going. Right. And I don't think and none of it's bad. Like none mm-hmm. of it's none of it is uh drags the movie down necessarily, but I uh, I I'm going to you know, I'm going to have the uh, the opposite response to a lot of the anime series we watched in, 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 in that I usually feel like some of those things could be condensed into, uh, you know, a movie or a few episodes.
0: You were like, this could be a, a show. I think
1: this could have been a show or at least like a few episodes of mm. a show.
0: Yeah, I can, I can see where you might feel that towards, I felt like there was like three acts in yeah. this. There was like the and i thought specifically the third act where like things start to be revealed could have did it felt very like okay let's fin like let's finish up this storyline um where like cuz there's like several like plot points to the movie like there's bell's journey to to like becoming this pop superstar online this anonymous yeah superstar in this cyber world and she's just like a schoolgirl, and uh, named Suzu, right? And that would be one. And then there's this whole thing with the beast, right? the The dragon guy, and who the mystery of who is the dragon dude? Yeah. So, and then there's like we have to protect my identity or whatever. Um, and uh, oh, and the, then the undercurrent of why she uh why why she's experiencing these emotions she's feeling right, yeah. like overcoming her own personal struggle with uh sort of her past, let's put it that way. So if this is intriguing to you at all and you haven't seen it yet, I would highly recommend you just watch it before you uh listen to our discussion.
1: Yeah, I uh I guess for we in spoilers, I would uh echo that. I think that um also, you know, and the other thing I would say, if you've ever if you've ever been curious what like an an anime musical would be like?
0: This is this is tiptoeing into that. This <laughs> is tiptoeing
1: into that. Like it's you know, obviously, it's it's sort of its own in, its own take and kind of uh, pulls different ideas and things from Beauty and the Beast. But I would say this is probably the closest to like a, a a Disney movie we've seen as an anime in terms of there being songs and there being you know that sort of energy to it.
0: I would say, I, although I, I think
1: I, it's I think it's still very anime. I, agree. I think it's it's hard to it's. You won't confuse the two.
0: I mean, she's like in the castle with the beast and there's like little like trinket things like helping her yeah. get close to him or whatever. That, so but, like I was, mean it was yeah. it was one to one almost. Yeah,
1: that I mean that was that was definitely I think Hesoda's own own take on She
0: was in the hood, you know, yeah. like <laughs> running up the stairs. <laughs> um but uh I would say what's interesting about this movie is it takes this like i feel like when we watch anime about like the internet and the future and like cyber stuff it takes it in a very like dark place and while this movie is critical of the sort of underbelly of the internet and the ability to say whatever you want as like an anonymous person um i do think it actually spins it into a positive light um towards the end and and that it could still be a positive place, you know,
1: I'd agree with that i think um
0: not not quite the doom and gloom we get from sort of cyberpunk features. <laughs> it
1: sort of sits in sort- in in like a middle ground between um I think like i i might have I might have brought up this or at least like my sort of interpretation or whatever of like sort of like the older interpretation of like what the internet is i.e. like the internet you can be whoever you want to be you know you can like the the sort of second life snow crash right neuromancer sort of view of it and it it kind of clashes um in an interesting way with i think a lot of modern internet culture of like you know anonymous commenters or you know people just generally being shitty to each other online and that kind of thing (laughs) Um sort of like the uh I don't know like there there's like a there's like a threat of your real identity being exposed to the internet also. Yeah. Um doxing. Right. Sort of like there's there's like a kind of a parallel to that in it. Um but yeah, I would say for the most part I think I I, I it's interesting because I feel like Hosoda's output is is so there's almost a duality to it where it's like I think a lot of his films are either so in the realm of, of kind of nature and, you know, natural life and sort of countryside living, that kind of thing. <laughs> or like, you know, just general family dynamics, i.e. like, you know, I put wolf children in that category or, mm. um, you know, even like like girl who left. I mean. Maybe Girl Who uh, Leapt Through Time is sort of in, in like a mid middle space of that because that movie isn't necessarily about technology it's more like
0: yeah. magic. Right. Yeah.
1: Um Mariah. or similarly. I mean
0: not to spoil anything but it is a little bit about technology.
1: Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah at the <laughs> end it is. That's true. Um but but yeah like I think Hosoda works in like these these different sort of biomes of Interest And I think this sort of falls into his kind of his view of technology and sort of the way that the Internet works. We, we've we've still yet to see Summer Wars. Summer Wars. We watched a trailer like they played a trailer for it.
0: Yeah. When we saw this movie, <laughs> I,
1: I as we were watching it, I kind of I feel like I can do this thing where when I watch a trailer where I just like sort of I tell myself, I'm like, all right disassociate (laughs) don't do not remember anything from this because the trailer definitely try
0: to put it together yeah
1: it was definitely the whole fucking movie
0: yeah um i i think from watching that trailer because obviously we haven't seen it yet and from and i know that there's some pulls with the digimon movie right yeah um with like there's some interconnection with digimon and summer wars right I, as
1: far as i know it's it's kind of like him redoing it almost
0: right um and i think it's kind of interesting like i feel like this is sort of even more of a continuation on those same ideas that he was like dealing with in that early work cuz i feel like digimon is a very like the internet's for kids. You can, you know, like meet your other kid friends, or like it, it's almost <laughs> yeah. it's almost like childlike and like the the world of possibilities um, in sort of a fun, exciting way. Whereas this still like presents the darker sides and like the the like okay, I'm a teenager now. I need to be cautious about like if I'm gonna share my song online, nobody can know who I am. Yeah. There's sort of like that sort of protection, totally, uh, and distancing yourself, but then also like responding to all this uh, attention um, that you're getting from anonymous sources, good and bad, you know. Yeah. So I think it deals with that in an interesting way.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess like before we, uh, before we also dive into spoilers, one thing I also want to say is that um, we saw the dubbed version of this. There were. Um but honestly, the only reason we saw the dub version or the only reason I bought the tickets for it was because the subversion was at like ten o'clock
0: on like a Tuesday yeah
1: yeah and I was like, ah, I don't wanna fucking wait uh I will <laughs> say that uh the the uh English voice actors for this movie probably like the best voice actors I've ever heard in an anime mm. um so uh the the lead actress is uh, Kylie McNeil, who plays Suzu slash Belle. Yeah, this is her first time, as far as as far as I know. After <laughs> looking her up, you know, on IMDb, all that stuff, this is her first ever acting role and her first ever role singing in anything.
0: Wow.
1: As as far as I know, she's like a nineteen year old. Uh, I think she goes to either uh, SVA or Juilliard or some shit in Manhattan. Um, very talented, Yeah, really makes the, uh, the songs work.
0: Yeah, really captures the emotion that's supposed to be, uh, felt in the songs, and every song in this is so powerfully emotional. Yeah. Because, okay, now we're going to get into it. Yeah. Uh, Suzu is, like, a girl that is very shy, very timid, and has gone through the, the l- tragedy of losing her mom in a horrible accident. And she discovers the world of you, which is basically what they're calling this like metaverse yeah, like, simulated internet experience where you can like connect it to your your brain or, you know, it's like earbuds, but it connects to your body sensations so that you can just like in virtual reality, but in a different body form. I think the tagline I, I, the tagline for the World of you was very ominous. It was very like the you you want to be or something like that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or, it, it, it seemed kind of sinister. I forget exactly what it was, but I'll it's look like... it up.
0: but um, the main sort of thrust of this movie is that she can't, she's so freaking shy and timid in the in the real world. But, in the world of you, she can sing like she used to be able to sing, and so, to your point, the voice actress for this is just incredible at conveying sort of like uh that sort of scared or shakiness of your voice when you're when when you if you could imagine like not singing for like fifteen years or something, yeah, <laughs> or whatever, ten years
1: very good at um singing poorly. Which I think is and, like
0: and growing and yeah, confidence. Like yeah. I think
1: that's that's kind of uh, I'm I'm always really impressed when actors are able to to uh, realistically portray like bad acting or like not doing well in a thing, right? Um, and and yeah, like you see that growth and when Bell starts singing in the real world, it's 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 or in a in. I, I want to keep saying The Wired, like like Serial <laughs> Experiments Lane. Right. Um, when she keeps... Uh, when she starts the singing... The World of You. When she starts singing in The World of You. Yeah, like the songs are... are uh, I, I, I genuinely thought it was like they, they somehow licensed some pop, pop singer. Hmm. Um, I'm very curious as to like who... As far as I know, like I think it was like a Japanese group that wrote the music and then... I'm assuming they like translated the lyrics over.
0: Um, I think what I, I I just looked it up a little bit, and I think it's all done by like each of the songs were done by different composers as well. Okay. kind of what I found, but um, yeah, that was just from a quick search.
1: You think we can interview her? Should we just should we just <laughs> we find just Kyle and just out. be like, hey?
0: I think, and I I also think that they. They had reached out to two different people. There was like somebody that helped them develop the world of you, who they also like found online and ended up being this like young guy in London. And same with with the the voice actress. Yeah. They they like did a comprehensive Google search <laughs> to to avoid, you know, pulling like famous voice talent or whatever. Yeah. Um I really want to find the tagline for the world of you, but this movie did just come out, so like there's not
1: It's not a whole lot out there. It's not like a
0: whole lot.
1: Um Yeah, I mean else aside from aside from the lead, the actor who uh did the voice for uh the beast slash uh I forget what his name is, but um Later in the movie, when you see their real identity, mm. one of like the, the 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 best portrayals of like anger I've I've ever heard in like uh, <laughs> either anime or animated uh, media generally.
0: Mm.
1: I would say the only other thing that kind of comes to mind is uh, uh, moral oral when uh, mm. his dad has like multiple breakdowns throughout the series. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I, that's how you really separate the, the, <laughs> you know, the bad voice actors from the good is, yeah. can, can you give me a convincing cry, convincing rage scream, you know?
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, I forget like, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, potentially in, in Wolf Children, there, there might've been some like famous anime talent or whatever, but they're like the the people who are doing all the voices in this they're not like anime voice actors from what i can tell like a couple mm. of them do like american uh animation stuff like that but generally like i i think you know i don't know if soda is like overseeing this or if it's just like the the you know the production company or or what have you but like they they really have like an ear for uh who can give like a convincing a performance and more than, when there are like Actual actors, I think the only the only actor I recognized was um uh Chase Crawford who played <laughs> uh the Deep and the Boys. And <laughs> yes. uh I forget what his name is in, in Gossip Girl, but he plays like the the the, <laughs> the uh opposite to Penn Badgley's character. Right. Um who does like a really good like villain in this, like very also very convincing and gives like just enough like credibility to it He's that the cop. What? Yeah, he's like the he's like the internet cop. <laughs> the, internet the sponsored internet cop. Sponsored
0: internet cop. Whenever
1: he shows up, he has like all these like sponsors behind him.
0: Sponsored posts.
1: Which is which is kind of incredible. It's like the uh the obvious sort of evolution of like sponsored gamers. <laughs> I always I always thought it would be cool to be like a, a sponsored blogger or like social media marketer. Like when I was when I was working at Vice, I would uh I would tweet like HyperX and uh like Corsair to see if they would sponsor me <laughs> as like the fastest, like news writer. On oh, shit. Music. <laughs> I don't think I ever got a response, but no. I I think that would be like a pretty,
0: they probably didn't know what to do with that.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> it, would, it would, it would be like the least, I mean, I would, I would tweet at them. It would be like the least, uh, the least interesting sponsorship. <laughs> um, something else I wanted to bring up. So, uh, in my psychotic solo episode from last year, um, I spoke about hosoda's interview about Bell and sort of like him in relation to Miyazaki. And one of the things that he, if I recall, he said in that interview that was sort of critical of, of Miyazaki was um, the way that he, uh, Miyazaki, portrays women as sort of being like these like pure creatures. And so I kind of went into this like it, I, I could be misquoting right. okay, him, but got it. Yes. that general no, I, idea.
0: I remember this.
1: Um, but I, I kind of went into this being like, "All right, well, let's how are you going to make her? You know, how are you going to make this character fucked up?" Um, and like in like the first like ten minutes, she's like puking on herself out of anxiety. Yes, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah, y- like he, like you know, it's it, it's stuff like that that is like so real. Yeah, where like characters do things that uh make them. Not like perfect, beautiful anime waifus,
0: <laughs> right?
1: You know what I mean. It's like it—it's stuff that is like actually grounding and 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 makes it feel like the the character is like real.
0: Yeah, I think that's before you. There's the realization of her mom dying, and she's like, she's like trying to sing in the real world. Yeah, she's like on her walk. She's she has a long walk home, and. She's in a, in a place where no one would hear, would even hear her, and she's trying to sing, and it literally makes her throw up.
1: <laughs> I think it's also right after a, she
0: a, is grieving, <laughs> like a,
1: like a particularly. Uh, I think all all of her friends at school are, are doing like karaoke,
0: mm. and they
1: all and they all like surround her with microphones and try and get her to sing. Yes, um, but yeah, it's like I I wouldn't go like I I think yeah.
0: She's literally lost her voice.
1: Yeah. No, it's it's truly stuff that I think um I mean, I think all the all of like the big anime creators I think sort of do things that sort of separate themselves from like the pack of like, you know, the the sword art online creators or whoever. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. like the, the anime the anime girls are not perfect in, in Miyazaki's movies, Ano's movies, Sasoda's movies. Yeah. Uh, Satoshi Kon's movies like all I'd say like those are probably our, our like our Mount Rushmore of like anime creators I would say <laughs>
0: yeah as of right now as
1: of right now I mean there could be there's
0: always room for more there's
1: always room for more for someone to fall off or whatever <laughs> right. um uh,
0: just in terms of well-rounded anime girls
1: <laughs> or at least like in, in terms of like uh approaching characters with like a, a totally different perspective i.e. like you know Ray and Asuka and Avon Galleon or like um you know tokyo godfathers like the characters in that and and then especially like paranoia agent i think the i think the women in that are very uh nuanced in writing
0: you know what i you know what i think about sometimes like there's little things in this movie like it's it's not she lives far away from school right yeah like and they didn't have to tell me that, like I saw it. And her bus route is getting eliminated. It's just like, these are like things in the opening shots that like set her up as like, she is far away, yeah. right? Like she is lonely, she doesn't have friends come over much because her, her house is so far away to get to, literally. And she has this like crazy commute to get to school. And like that's just like a little detail, but it really like helped me figure out like wh- what her deal is. Yeah. And like I know that maybe you just watch a movie and you 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 get that, but you don't have to like explain that to somebody. No, that's
1: that's a that's a pro move.
0: That's the that is like the the cream of the crop, right? Yeah. Like of backstory telling. Yeah. Right? Like of character building, and because I thought of it because of Tokyo Godfathers, because that movie was also really good at that, like building up these characters and helping you put together who they are and what their deal is without telling you anything. It's just things that they do, things that things that they are doing on the screen.
1: Yeah. I think, um, (laughs) yeah, it's like the opposite experience of a lot of anime where it's, there's so much, uh, uh, Backstory given and like it's all it's like that was our big complaint with Godzilla last week was that it was so uh text heavy yeah. and it was so just like
0: monologuing
1: monologuing and that kind of thing and they weren't you know I mean totally different uh show obviously than Bell but I mean same idea applies where it's like you know there were no there were no implying details to sort of flesh out the. Mm -hmm. whole of the character it was all sort of
0: yes but also it's like there's things that like develop backstory but then there's like things that develop how the character is feeling at any particular moment yeah and i think especially with animation that that is really hard to do because yeah it's like how do you how do you wrap up somebody's like whole entire like grief about their 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 mother they just lost and and their anxiety about presenting a certain way or being perceived a certain way. Dude, I cried the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would say my first cry though was when she threw up on the bridge because she couldn't sing. And that, then, that got and me then a little bit And then going into too. her backstory with her mom. Yeah. Um, and then that paying off later in the movie with her kind of like running into the stream, if you will, like yeah. she is still her mother's daughter.
1: Soda's really good at those uh those just killer uh vignettes of yes. like backstory.
0: Yeah, so brutal. Like they show they show her as a young kid, uh and it's like you know where it's going. Yeah. They, they're giving, like, just these, like, moments of her childhood spent with her mom. And she's, like, joyful, like, excited. She's learning music with her mom. She's, uh, I don't know, like, playing and and being a kid.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's like, sort of what you said. And it's, like, these little.
0: You know it's coming. You're yeah. Like, Ooh, it's going to hurt.
1: And it's, like, and that scene, it's, like, it also works to, like, show that, hey, Suzu's musically inclined.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs>
1: like,
0: <laughs> like, this isn't just like coming out of nowhere. Yeah, like, she, she knows that she can sing. She
1: doesn't magically become like an, an incredible singer. It's yes. like she's a genuine, you know, genuinely interested in she's, songwriting. She has
0: practiced. It's something she would do with her mom. Uh, yeah, especially songwriting, right? Because, like, it's good that she can sing, but part of the whole, whole part of the movie is her ability to actually write her own music, her own songs. Yeah. Um, and to, sh- to be able to share those <laughs> online um what was i going to say there was one there was one oh it, you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of the opening uh sequence in up where yeah where it's like okay we we need to tell a big story in vignettes basically <laughs> to to get you up to speed but also, like, we get, we don't need to draw out this whole thing to explain what happened. Like, these are the key moments that d- develop this character's relationship.
1: I think Wolf Children did something sort of similar with um, the mom's relationship with, like, the wolf man in the beginning. Mm. Like, that, I mean, that was, like, maybe even more up-ish. Right. Where, uh, I mean, I, I always, where, where he fucking, like, drowns in the river and then, like, mm. They throw his body in the in the garbage truck.
0: Ugh. So brutal.
1: Yeah. He's like Hosoda's just really good at these like sort of um these really these genuinely sort of tragic feeling moments or sort of events in these characters' lives, and it never feels overly dramatic.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm hesitant to say the word relatable because I don't think it's that. I think it's um uh, Like, uh, you can understand human emotions.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <right>? totally.
0: <laughs> like, you can totally put yourself in, in her shoes with these vignettes and imagining.
1: It's all believable. It literally
0: activates your brain yeah. like, to, to put yourself in the shoes.
1: You 100%, I think, believe her character the whole... I mean, like, we've seen shit where it's Without like...
0: Without being overly dramatic, yeah. too. Like, these things just happen sometimes. Like, her mom just goes into the river, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen things where it feels like the character is like a loner and it seems like totally like unearned or like, you know, it doesn't explain well, like why, but like you never, yeah, all the characters feel very convincing.
0: Cause it's just like, it's just like people always have reasons for why they are the way they are.
1: Yeah. I try so not, like I try to, not to think about that too much. So to
0: just like, so like whenever somebody's like a bitch to me or like mean to me, I'm like something's going on with you. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, totally. Like, it's always, yeah, that's, that's usually why people act aggressively or whatever. I and find- so,
0: And so this show is, or this movie is interesting because part of the world of you is that it takes these characteristics about yourself and transforms those into like literally like a visual avatar that you can inhabit. So it's, there's like uh a moment where they're one of the other plot points is they're trying to figure out who the beast is and they encounter all these characters. Should
1: we, should we say, like, should we just like lay out the story? Because I think we're we're 30 minutes in. No, out.
0: we're we're just talking <laughs> about it. Okay, listen. If if you haven't seen it, like, I don't know what to tell you. What are you doing?
1: <laughs> Please go see it. Just but, go
0: see it. But, ba-
1: the basic story, real quick.
0: Let me just finish okay, my point. Sorry, each of the character, each of the avatars is it sort of like embodies these characteristics about each of the char- each of the characters in the show in the movie. movie. <laughs> um so like a character that's like a big baby literally looks like a little baby in the world of you. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's like anamorphic thi- things and mechanical things and they all sort of it- it's like it's described as like they read your like biometrics and emotions or something and and it creates this avatar for you based on that, yeah, as like an inner it's like a interpretation of who you are, yeah, all right, go ahead, <laughs>
1: real quick uh Suzu slash bell uh is a lonely girl. <laughs>
0: I no, well, we did that. She discovers the world of you.
1: Discovers the world of you, gets very popular, puts on a concert. Yes. Uh is it's interrupted by this guy the beast. Uh is, that
0: a, is he really called the beast or is he the dragon?
1: The dragon, whatever. He's <laughs> uh there's a manhunt to find out their ident the guy's identity because he's like a known
0: He's a menace.
1: He's a menace he's to like, the
0: whole system. It's like a griefer. Yes. As
1: to use old internet nomenclature. There's what does a, that mean? A griefer yeah that was like if you're like a griefer you were a person like in world of warcraft who would like um you would like if if someone i'll, I'll use a very specific example um griefers like there was like a a, a funeral for some character
0: hmm.
1: uh put on by players and like they're the the dead player's favorite area in world of warcraft and a bunch of griefers Killed all of the people who showed up for the funeral.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: So they were yeah. causing causing grief. Yes, okay, um, got it. <laughs> so there is a, 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 the world of you-wide manhunt for the, the beast. Yes. Uh, all the while, Belle uh, wants to understand him better or-
0: Belle becomes sort of like an overnight sensation because she is caught singing- uh, in this kind of like moment of bliss in her first like day <laughs> in the world of you it becomes an overnight sensation and then it sort of like montages her uh putting on these like impromptu shows and gaining in popularity and gaining in any type of interest or disinterest, right? And sort of getting these massive influxes of of comments all the time. And then, so she's putting on this huge show, and the beast totally interrupts it. Yep. And everyone's pissed at him, and they're also pissed at him because he's like beating up people in the kung fu arena or something. <laughs> like he's very powerful. Yeah, is the point. And uh, mysterious, and the carrot, the 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 cop of the sh- of the movie has a has a blaster gun. That's going to reveal who he is. Yeah. And uh, that's his way of enforcing in the world view. I'm going to reveal your true identity. This is the worst possible thing that could happen to you here. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So the beast goes into hiding and Belle and her friend go on this kind of like search to figure out who he is. Right. And where he is. Yeah. So that they can help him. Right.
1: Well, I think yeah, I mean, I think Belle's is very is just sort of curious about him and is sort of like interested in his identity. Right. Um so they eventually she eventually follows him to his castle, not unlike a certain
0: other movie,
1: fairy tale or or book. Um Did I just
0: say Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite Disney movies.
1: Do you, do you think that's part of why you ha- it had such like an, emo- like an emotional resonance?
0: Honestly, no. <laughs> No, I just, I just thrown that out there. Like, so, so, I love that movie. I
1: feel like something about like that story.
0: It's fucking weird though. Affects you
1: on a, on a very deep level.
0: I don't know. I just, I, I've always felt, <laughs> I was going to say, I've always felt sort of like weirdly connected to Belle as a character and I don't know. I think it's a really good lesson. Yeah. Cause all Disney movies have a lesson, right?
1: Right. So she finds the beast in his castle. Right. Um,
0: There's literally like flowers growing in his castle and and the little like trinkets are alive.
1: (laughs) And uh, as you can guess, uh, she sees past what most other people are seeing and sees that he is in pain in a bigger way than I think Yes, uh, in a physical way, in a psychological way. They dance. They dance. (laughs) Uh, She sings a song that is about... uh,
0: So... In the real world, because it's always bouncing back and forth between the world of you and the real world. In the real real world, she's like in like a chorus practice, and these five women that uh, these five like older women who are in her little chorus with her are like, you like somebody? Yeah. <laughs> this is what you should do to show that you like somebody. You should write them a song. And um, side note. These five women seem to be irrelevant characters that are just there to sort of deliver that message. They do show up again later, and I was very touched by it because not only did they know that she was Belle, and it seems like there are several people in her real life that know that she's Belle. Yeah. Because they know her from being a child, including these five women. And... Um, I don't know. I just felt touched because it's kind of like, it's kind of like she does have uh, sort of mother figures in her life. She just doesn't recognize them as, as that because she's grieving. You know. God damn it. And I know not to get like, oh, <laughs> but but also I was like a hundred percent sure that the beast was her dad at one point. Yeah. Because she's got this very strained relationship with her dad. That's uh. Very dry, you he's, know. He's sort of
1: not in the movie. Yes. Like his his presence is uh I think it, and, and it sort of works in the end when he kind of does uh he later writes her like this he very emotional up, letter. Up. Yeah. yeah. And it's very
0: uh It's very it, uh
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the the ladies tell her to write a song and so she sings it for
0: She sings it to him. The yep. beast. And um at some point she gets captured by the Yeah, they
1: they find his his by uh, the cops. The cops find his uh <laughs> his castle. Yes. They burn it down. Yes. Um yeah.
0: And um she she um she kind of figures out who he is, right? Like I kind of can't remember how, but it's something to do with like, uh, there was like a, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, like a news broadcast or whatever.
1: They're trying to, they're trying to find out. Um, they know that, uh, I think the, the cop's name is Justin. Okay. Like Justice. Okay. He's like the, he's, he is the Gaston of the. Yes. Um, Kind of, <laughs> I, I think he. I think he's like the
0: he. He's not in love with Bell.
1: Not he's not in love with Bell, but he is like uh, very full of himself and like right revered by Power, other people. Powerful.
0: He feels very powerful. Um,
1: they they want to find the beast before Justin can. Right. And so they start looking at like through as, like a, as many um feeds of people online as they can, mm-hmm. and they eventually come to they eventually find like. This one feed where uh, there's a kid singing the song that she sang.
0: Right, thank you. Yeah, and and she's like, "How how would you know that song?" She was like, "I'm Bell," and he's like, "I don't freaking believe you." Okay.
1: Well, before <laughs> that, um, so the the kid, uh, I I had a, I, I had a feeling that it was going to be the kid because there's there's and- all these like newscasts about like people's reactions to like the the beast. And there's this one. It's very quick, but it's this dad and his two kids, and the two kids look very like afraid. Hmm. And the dad's talking about the loss of his wife and how they're, you know, they're just trying to make it work or whatever. Um, and it's 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 weirdly out of place from the rest of like the news broadcasts that play, right? And also the the one of the boys looks very uh, emo. emo. <laughs> So I was like, you know what? They're not gonna just show this random thing just to do it. Like I think they're I think these characters are gonna show up later. <laughs> and I have a feeling that it might be the beast because and uh there's also also while before this, like while Bell's like in the castle, there's like this weird little angel avatar that kind of reoccurs. Yeah. Whereas one of the only people or things that could beat the beast.
0: Yes also one of the first people to go up to her yeah yeah Bell that's true and say that she he loves her voice right know? and yeah he's like a very small avatar that's like tiny like almost like a little cherub ghost or something yeah right so he and that's also at the castle with the beast
1: yeah so then back to uh the feed of the kids singing so um uh Suzu deduces that it's not actually him but it, it it's weirdly related and then uh the dad who we see earlier comes in and, and just starts like screaming at him and then his brother shows up to defend him yeah and then the the father starts like beating the shit out of him uh yeah
0: you realize that this is a this the beast is is the the kid with the black hair the little ghost cherub with the beast is his little brother Yeah. and they are in an abusive parental environment. <laughs> it is, uh, it like, is. They're being abused by their dad. Basically. It is
1: a very, uh, you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of initially I was like, well, this is kind of coming out of nowhere, but it is like a very, um, it, it's very much like a parallel to what Suzu slash Bell is sort of, ex- has sort of experienced in terms of like, you know what happens when, um, someone is, you know, someone dies or whatever, and in, in the mm. family and uh, how people
0: respond. How people respond, and obviously,
1: the dad is responds in like a very abusive and in a way that harm and blames the kids for.
0: Yeah, but also the beast in the world of you is painted to be this like bully, who uh, is is just like angry all the time. And then you see this live stream with his dad, and and there's like the same mannerisms, and he basically it's it's like you put up the, these protective walls, right, to protect your little brother or to protect, uh, you know yourself, and yeah, and uh, sort of sh- he literally he literally uses his body as a shield, right? Yeah, which sort of mirrors these like bruises on the back of his his uh, body and the. Yeah. In the uh, world of you, and it's like it's it's kind of like uh, you know whenever you you hear about or talk about kids that bully like in high school or whatever. Yeah, it's always
1: it's always kids from. Abusive. It's always
0: kids like there's always something going on. I mean this, behind that, In
1: this context especially like a kid whose mom is dead. Yeah, and there may there the the person who is supposed to be giving them support and care is is blaming the death onto him.
0: Yeah,
1: um, yeah, it's like of course he's going to react in this way. Right. So then, uh, Bell and I think at this point she's like assembled her school friends to sort of she has like a best friend who's sort of like a,
0: who, who knows that it's her and a quasi does, does manager her... almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um. So they so they they find him and they're they're trying to plead with him to let them help. Mm-hmm. Uh. And the kid freaks out or he he gets super mad and and is is like, you know, doesn't believe that she's Belle and then also doesn't. Um,
0: yeah. Because why would he trust her? Why know? would
1: he trust her? And has said that no one no one's ever been able to help. People have let him down constantly. and It's like so brutal. Yeah.
0: He's like, oh, you want to help? What are you gonna do? Basically and she's like i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but then they concoct this plan that um the only way to sort of gain his trust is to reveal herself Re- reveal
1: that it's really her
0: in the world of you yeah which is pretty pretty dang emotional scene <laughs> and that and that like really plays into like the talent of this this voice actress because her revealing as Suzu in the world of you, um, from this sort of like ethereal bell person to like this common schoolgirl, and then having to sing, whoo. and then everyone sort of being like, uh, and then rallying around her. I, whoever wrote these songs, I mean, just, just like, what Tip is it about? What is, what is it about music that just like hits? Sometimes, you know. Yeah. Like even if you like don't like this type of music, it still hits. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean?
1: it's it's uh
0: it's that that power ballad, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like it's I feel like it's like the most uh it's like the best application for that kind of singing in in these yes. like very emotional yes. song moments. Yes. Um but yeah, it's it, everyone everyone sort of joins in the song and encourages her to keep singing. It's, it's very it's very powerful.
0: Yes, and just visually very beautiful yeah. sequence. Um, and so, in this way, she's able to gain the trust of the kid, and uh, then they need to sort of go on this hunt to figure out where they are. The,
1: they gain in is, the real world. They gain his trust, but the the dad uh, freaks out because there's a bunch of people who who saw. Yeah. The uh, he he the can lo- the stream. Or he can see the other side of like the webcam stream, so he shuts it down. Um, but they're able to deduce like the location uh, of the kids. Um, Suzu goes on this uh very long train ride from where she's at to go find them and help them.
0: Yeah, it's sort of like everyone in the room when she does this reveal. There's like her manager friend. This boy that we haven't talked about yet, but it's very important to her in her real life. Yeah, um, and all of her chorus moms and uh, somebody else. Oh, they, there's there's two other high school friends the that two... have sort of a, a B plot. <laughs>
1: yeah, the the B plot friends who she kind of uh, plays matchmaker for.
0: She acquires she. It's like it's like she doesn't think she has any friends but then all of a sudden there is a room full of people that are supporting her you know and uh and they all kind of contribute to helping locate uh where these two boys might be based on sort of like buildings outside the window and yeah. and sounds going off in the background and they sort of piece it together that It's in this one area that's, like, very far away. And she's like, I have to go. Like, (laughs) I said I was going to do something. I have to go. Takes a train. She gets a very emotional text from her dad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, she basically is just running around this area trying to find them.
1: Eventually does. And uh, it's it's like a – it's an emotional uh, meeting. And then the dad shows up and – uh, is like about to. Uh, She's
0: he's literally trying to rip her, her Suzu off of them. Well,
1: well, yeah. So he's about to he's about to like uh, beat the hell out of the kids. Yeah. She acts like a shield for them. Yes. And is like protecting them and doesn't let them go. And he he starts like ripping at her and like pulling her and
0: <laughs> screaming into her face. You know, like uh but she doesn't back down and i don't know it, it, it's it is just kind of like a symbolic thing like her standing up to the dad and and uh that getting them out of that house and then it's kind of like ambiguous as to what happens to them yeah. to the two boys because it's not really about that at that point it's it's getting them Getting them out of there, you know?
1: I mean, when she stands up to the dad, he, he does have, like, this moment of reflection that he's, like...
0: Making him back down, yeah.
1: That he's, like, a fucking monster.
0: Yeah. Because he has to do it. He's, like... uh, She doesn't... She's, like... She just faces him, you know? And so he he's, like, screaming at her. Literally just, ah, in her face. Yeah, like a, stop speaking like a, words. Like a animal. Yeah. Yeah. And then he literally scurries away like an animal. Yeah. Um. In sort of, like, shame. <laughs> Defeat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then the movie, uh, that's kind of it.
0: Yeah, it kind of just, like, that's it. It kind of just wraps up in a nice little, like, that's, that's the story. You know, like, doesn't give you, like, and then this happens 10 years from now. And, you know, it doesn't have, like, this crazy... Um, a uh, character thing at the end it's just like okay now you've you found yourself again like we're all here for you now like you found your voice you know the end <laughs> beauty and the beast yeah you know what i liked is that in the beauty and the beast it's a love story blah 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 but in this rendition of it it's not a love story and it's kind of more about her caring for this other person that she doesn't know yeah and then the you know being able to develop that sort of kinship online uh, and then uh because they obviously had something in common right they both lost their moms yeah right and so there's sort of like a base level like i'm here for you you're here for me type type of vibe right and um yeah i uh it's sort of like when she finds this other kid like it's very like thank you Thank you blah 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 it's uh but it's not like a romantic thing they
1: don't kiss or anything but it's like it, and it seems
0: like he's like younger than her too like I, I he's thought they probably were...
1: I thought there's I thought they were supposed to be the same age
0: I didn't catch that but huh. I got the vibe that he was younger like he was more like fifth or sixth grade and then interesting she was like high school
1: um I feel like there's like yeah. I feel like there's like just enough. Like if if you at home wanted to ship any characters. Right. You could. But that wasn't in the movie.
0: Well, the, there's. There's we, also. We yeah. didn't talk about it, but there's this, um, this boy character that has sort of been there for her like throughout her whole life it, as sort of like a protective uh, playing this the same protective role that she ends up playing. Yes. Yeah, sh- <laughs> uh,
1: I think Shinobu.
0: Shinobu. And He's sort of like the popular quiet guy at school.
1: All the very all attractive, the, all the girls like love him. Uh, there's a moment where, this, and this is like maybe the most like confusing moment of the movie to me, but there's like a moment where like everyone thinks that uh he's going for her or something.
0: <laughs> he holds her hand, <laughs> for he, holds, a second. he
1: holds her hand for a second, and like all the girls at school get like angry. Yeah. So then, there's this sequence.
0: Blows up her phone. <laughs>
1: there's this sequence that that's like I guess supposed to be like a mobile game. Do you remember this? No. Like it, it's like it, it turn it turns into like a literal mobile game where like she has to like oh, go to.
0: Yes, I do remember. She has to go it's to like, like battleground or something. Yeah,
1: I I I don't have the reference for like what game it's supposed to be. Yes, but, but
0: it looks like a mobile game.
1: But she has to like. Uh, Sort of put out the fires with everybody. <laughs> yeah. And be like, hey, no, I don't actually like, we're not we're not dating. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't be mad at me.
0: Hey, you should go for him, mother girl.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a really it was a really weird moment. Yes. Um, but she she has like uh when when they were kids, he said that he would like look out after her and like protect her and all of that, especially after He the, was
0: there when her mom yeah. died.
1: Yeah, that too.
0: Yeah, so like I I think he's uh yeah, he's always been there for her in this sort of like uh Yeah, sort of like a protector role. I don't know how and else she, to put it. And she
1: likes him but also sort of resents that.
0: Yeah, resents him for like she's always telling him, like, you don't have to take care of me anymore. Yeah.
1: Know? And at the end of the movie she's like, You don't yeah, she sort of reasserts that and he's like Okay, cool. I'm glad. I've I
0: always wanted to just hang out and have fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's a very, it's a very sweet way to like end there, and yes. their relationship like that, and then, yes. oh yeah, and then the and then the movie just ends with, uh, them being like, yeah, let's sing a song, Suzu, su- sing for, and then she starts to sing, and then it cuts to, cuts to credits. Yeah, it's perfect.
0: So she's able to sing again in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it because it was kind of like these internet communities, these online communities can actually be very healing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's also, and this is like maybe like a minor part of it, but um, all of the kids like were in support of the beast character because they, they thought that he was sort of like a, uh, like a hero for them. And there are all these like adult vloggers who were like, making fun of the kids and stuff and doing like reaction videos against them it was like a, it was like a weird sort of like mini moment of it um
0: yeah there's like other sort of like little characters like there's like a baseball player who reveals that he has like yeah. these horrible scars on his body so he's not the beast and blah, 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 blah
1: yeah there there are like all these like other suspects that uh they're sort of like red herrings as to like the uh yeah, the the vlogger thing, I don't know if you saw it, but Vice put out this um they've been doing like this series of uh do- like mini documentaries on like different uh online personalities and they did one on this um I don't know if you know like the Twitch streamer Amaranth. <laughs> she's like um basically like she's like uh the number one OnlyFans content right. creator/like uh like Twitch streamer and it was like there are all these like I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think when it, like, if you're, like, a popular woman or, like, an attractive woman on wine, you're inevitably going to get a lot of, like, vitriol from mm. men, I guess, just for existing in that space or whatever. Mm. And so I would watched that sort of earlier in the day, and it felt, like, weirdly resonant with, like, a lot of what... um I feel like a weird sort of parallel to the movie just because like I think like the sort of point of that vice doc was like this girl was like extremely like pretty normal outside of like I mean she had like the the job with like OnlyFans and stuff like that. But then like outside of that is just like sort of into horses and doesn't have a lot of friends mm. despite being like making like a million dollars a month on.
0: Yeah, it's literally it, it, it is literally a whole world for some people. Yeah, like the real world doesn't quite work for them anymore. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I never understood like the uh, the idea of like making a video with the purpose of like uh, insulting somebody or something like that. I've I don't un- know, man. I've I I sort of I can uh, like the worst part of me, like the the teenage forum brain version of me, mm-hmm. sort of understands like the leaving negative comment, you know. Right. Because it's like you can you can be so angry that like you want to project that onto somebody. Yeah. Which isn't a, a hell <clears throat> not a healthy thing at all. <laughs> not something anybody should really do. But I can at least like understand that, but to like put so much energy into uh like online hatred is just such a weird doesn't it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I I've seen it obviously, and I kind of don't get it either because like I just it's not in me to like wish ill on people. Do you <laughs> comment
1: on YouTube videos ever?
0: Yes, I do. I want to read your comments. Sometimes people respond to my comments, and I don't like that actually. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to I just want to be able to directly communicate to like person making video. Yeah. Not so much like have a response uh, conversation or something. Yeah. But um yeah there's occasionally some people that it it's usually me really wanting to let them know that uh you know <laughs> so good i'm such a dork <laughs> that that uh you know that I support them <laughs> and that I like wish well for them <laughs> and that like I hope they feel better or whatever
1: hey Jeffrey no I want you will <laughs> no. ignore all the haters
0: no i I don't know. <laughs> Cause I I don't know I sometimes I feel like I don't have a Twitter you know yeah so like I feel like a lot of the sort of like vitriol of the internet exists on Twitter 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 um and did, YouTube but
1: I did an interview today with a a singer in a a punk group and a lot of his lyrics sort of uh orbit around that and he was saying that it's like he sort of stepped away from Twitter just because like it's it's uh it's insane to just put yourself in like a uh i guess a state of just constant uh wishing misery onto others and 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 trying to like he said something that uh, you know i, I guess it's kind of obvious but i i thought it was kind of funny that like you never see like a someone doing well for themselves or like at the top of their game trying to bring other people down
0: yeah yeah there you go
1: I don't know, so it's like I, I feel like the internet kind of breeds like this unhappiness sometimes, but yeah. Bell sort of is like this. Uh,
0: but I, I this, do the
1: this spark of hope that that's not the end result.
0: Yes, it, I think it's literally just like he uh, with this movie, he's trying to present like that it is possible that these types of communities could work and function and be positive and maybe just like feel like a place instead of like a a strange, like gross yeah like amalgam like semi human experience. <laughs> like I think his his whole point is to paint like the pic- the picture of a person uh behind the avatar. Yeah. If you will definitely sort of remind and connect that back to sort of like these are real still real human emotions maybe it's because I've uh sort of encountered or experienced m- semi-famous people I wouldn't say I've really spoken to or met or anything like a true famous person but when you meet people that are like niche famous if you will or like semi-famous uh or have any sort of like fault fo- following you just realize that they are just doing their best
1: <laughs> yeah totally like,
0: they're just trying to figure out how to do it themselves
1: they're equally insecure i mean um they're
0: just and and like kind of just people you know yeah <laughs> like they're just they're just people
1: i met a very um one of the most famous like musicians probably on the face of planet earth at one point in a previous job. And there was a moment when like we were hanging out where it was like he was sort of looking for um like affirmation that like what he was into was cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To like me just some fucking Some guy. Some guy. Literally some guy. Yeah. <laughs> in and it, in it, that it,
0: moment. <laughs> it was such
1: like it was such a small part of our, our larger interaction, but it really just like made me I was like, man, like, yeah, like, it really, it really was just, like, we're all just fucking trying to figure it out. Yeah. No one knows what we're doing. Like, no one knows what they're doing. I also
0: think you hit a certain level, like, I, whenever famous people make mistakes, like, you know, like, small, non-criminal mistakes, let's put it that way, Um, like, if they say something wrong or do something weird, let's say, uh, I kind of am quick to forgive for those things because I... I think of them in that way that they're just kind of like in uh in kind of a void almost of yeah. of uh trying to understand or they're in like a an influx of information cuz it's like h- h- how do you ask like everyone that cares and loves about you or follows you? Yeah. <laughs> for their opinion, they're just going to say yes, yes, yes.
1: No, I I definitely I I uh I'm sort of in the same boat. I feel like um I don't know, I just I I feel like there's like this weird desire to kill people that sh- uh I think I think people are sort of getting tired of it.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> I I don't mean
1: I don't mean literally, but I mean like in the sense like if you if you if you, if you say something stupid, we oh, the, yeah, we the cancel, internet cancel culture. We're going to we're going to take away your like
0: put put you on the uh, we're gonna tarn feather you you know
1: you're not gonna you're not allowed to make money anymore you're not allowed just, to you know and it's I like like
0: I, th- I thought you were talking about tr- true crime or something no. sorry
1: no and it's like you know i think there's i think there's a lot of uh good that sort of come out of the canceling thing or whatever but yeah i also sure. I, I mean i also think it's like trickled down to people where i i know people that live in fear that like their supposed friends are going to like Uh, disavow them if they say something like off color or something right Right. i don't know
0: i don't know i follow some people that like maybe i shouldn't but like in reality i can kind of tell that they're like struggling (laughs) yeah um and that they they've had like crazy dark pasts that have really impacted their personal and Social lives and that yeah. they grew up online or something, and that's a very strange experience sometimes. You know, I, I just like maybe I give people too much of the benefit of the doubt, but like I am just like super intrigued with everything surrounding the internet, and I could go on and on and on. Um, yeah, but that's not what this podcast is about.
1: It's about canceling Julie,
0: it's about Belle and not Beauty of the Beast Belle, but um. Mamoru Hosoda's Bell.
1: Julie, John. why do, why do why do people like the film Bell?
0: The film, the anime film, uh, visually stunning. Oh yeah, fantastic we... music. Yeah, so, a great story. Like emotionally, emotional depth of this story is incredible. Uh, we didn't really criticize it too much, but would I say too emotional? Maybe. You, like gets, you know where it goes little... that line where it becomes like okay you're going to cry now Is this
1: cheesy? Yeah, maybe, but I don't think it's I mean maybe not cheesy, but
0: uh yeah, what's the word like where it's like really hitting the the heartstrings <laughs> with <Yeah>. a hammer. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know what you mean.
0: And uh, you know, is it overkill? Maybe, maybe. Um Is
1: it effective? Absolutely.
0: What's it called? Where you where you like watch something that you know is gonna make you cry. It's
1: like a tearjerker.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Um I feel like I feel like there was like a term for when you would like go over to your you would like go to a sleepover with your friends and just like watch things that would you would just like all sob at together. Like uh I'm not sure. I feel like there's a term for that. If you know what I'm talking about. Let
1: me know. Send us an email. Yeah. At, why do people like anime at gmail com? Yes. yes. Um, but, um,
0: I would say maybe that's my only critique of the film. Maybe I feel like this had the right amount of characters with the right amount of involvement in the story. Super interesting concept. Totally. Uh, I, this is gonna sound funny, but totally original. <laughs> Even though it pulls so heavily from Beauty and the Beast, sometimes. Um, and I I, I wish we had talked about it more because I kind of don't know why it did that.
1: Why it's Beauty and the Beast?
0: Like, why do you pick Beauty and the Beast?
1: Well, I think, I mean, that's a good question. I'm, I'm curious like what his fascination is with it. Like, I would still say that this is like a Beauty and the Beast adaptation.
0: Yeah, but it's like, it, but it, it's like, why? It's
1: a different, I feel like it's a different interpretation of it.
0: I feel like I'm missing something. I mean I need to think about it more.
1: I, I think uh I mean, I mean, I mean it so, makes sense. So many I think of it me makes is, sense a lot of Miyazaki's movies are adaptations of books and stuff. But yeah. they, they take it in just such different directions that it sort of becomes its own thing.
0: No, I mean like thematically. Like if you say the theme of Beauty and the Beast is don't judge a book by its cover. Right. Maybe that sort of does apply to this sort of don't judge an avatar by its <laughs> by its uh by its face NFT or... yes <laughs>
1: I mean I feel like I think Beauty and the Beast it's like the whole the whole at least to me it was always sort of about um these two extremely different characters connecting emotionally and sort of the 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 way that it it may look like you exist in a different world than someone else. There's actually probably like a lot of things that probably connect you more than you would realize. And I think that this movie sort of touches on at least that aspect of it in a, in a lot of different ways. I mean, there's, there's sort of the main um, relationship conflict between bell and um, the beast, but there's also, you know, there's also like bell at school and sort of relation to the other girls and, and, you know, learning that, you know, just in like smaller ways, like the really popular girl at school also is very insecure when talking to boys and they're sort of uh, yeah. a moment of being able to relate to that. So I feel like I think it's like his kind of taking the the big ideas or the sort of central themes of Beauty and the Beast and, and kind of and, and just sort of applying that to this the sort of smaller things that he's interested in and then like the bigger kind of narrative that he really wanted to get at. Right. Okay,
0: it makes sense. I, I thought about it. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I, I think it's smart. I think it's like a smart like move for him to to put this story together. Totally, totally recommend five stars. <laughs> why Why do you uh, Why do people like Bell John?
1: So I mean. Yeah, we really. I mean, the it looks it looks amazing. It's yeah. like one of the best looking anime films ever. Um, it just feels very current, I guess. Like it feels it feels it's uh, it's taking a, a timeless story and updating it for a new generation. Okay. No, but uh, it's no. I mean, I I think about <laughs>
0: family. It's about
1: family. <laughs> it's about family. <laughs> God, that that meme annoyed me so much because, like, I feel like I don't know. I I, I felt full uh, full hipster. <laughs> because i feel like i had been like making fun of fast and the furious since i was like 10 and to see like a bunch of people jump on it i don't know wait what never mind cuz th- that that uh, got memed for a minute
0: is is that quote from fast and the furious
1: i feel i, I feel like that that part of it
0: no, no no i'm thinking of when they were doing the promotion materials for the the new star wars movie uh, oh, it, Carrie, it comes up. What's oh, her yeah. name?
1: Carrie goes, Fisher.
0: It's about family.
1: <laughs> That's true. Um, I I feel like they I, there's I forget what the line is in Fast and Furious. Sorry, I'm I'm being
0: family, family, family.
1: Yeah, the shows this this movie's not really about family.
0: <laughs> no, it's not.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, I don't know. It just it's uh it's an it's it it really felt like kind of an achievement for anime in in a, in a way. Like I've. I've never uh, seen music used so well in any anime. There's been... You're really
0: not a musical guy.
1: And and that's the thing. Like, I'm not a musical guy. And I don't don't think anime has really used musical um, songs like that. As as far as... And the stuff, like, we've seen up until this point. Like, that hasn't been a thing that's popped up.
0: It's not really musical because, like, it's basically, like, her performing a song. You know? Yeah. Whereas, like watching a musical sometimes the character is like doing stuff and singing <laughs> you know so uh, that's why i I, t- I hesitate to say this is a musical but there uh, are me, like four main let songs.
1: me let me update my statement i have not seen many anime where the characters ever sing songs other than right. maybe like kaon
0: right <laughs>
1: so this is like the first time I, i've seen music used as like a central aspect of an anime and it, it's very effective um something
0: strange something sweet <laughs> bop, 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 yeah
1: i'm not i'm not a big musical guy i don't know i think Did they're you
0: like the disney movies uh those are technically musicals when
1: i was like a little kid i liked the lion king and hercules but um i think as as soon as i like discovered like Batman and Pokemon and Power Rangers this sort of <laughs>
0: you were like I'm out <laughs> yeah
1: I, I, I kind of I never really returned to that world
0: mm, they never do any fighting in these movies
1: <laughs> did Atlantis have songs no I didn't think not so not
0: really maybe there was maybe a like song. maybe
1: like one song
0: Um, I'm kind of blanking but no I I don't think there was music in, in Atlantis yeah. which is probably why you liked it
1: or like uh, did, you ever
0: watch, uh, did we watch um, Treasure, Treasure Treasure Planet, Planet? no
1: what about uh does Emp- that hold up emperor's new groove have songs
0: uh nope
1: that one's great <laughs> also cronk's new groove
0: Kronk's new groove um okay we're getting off topic getting off topic thanks uh, for listening
1: thanks for listening if
0: uh uh we watched bell this week because next week next week we're watching a slightly longer season those twenty-four episode seasons are really hard to get through in a week, so we're finally we're spacing
1: it out a little we're f- bit. We're
0: finally trying to tackle one. We're
1: spacing it out.
0: Ooh, is it a hint? Is it a hint?
1: <laughs> um, find out. Send us an email. We'll at, have
0: to see you next week.
1: Send us an email to Why Do People Like Anime?
0: Out. Follow us gmail. on Instagram
1: at Why Do People Like Anime please leave some sort of five-star review about our show if you enjoyed this podcast
0: with your friends
1: on itunes or spotify
0: as to Um, why they should go see this movie with you
1: on our instagram we have merch if you'd be so inclined to buy something um and that's all that's all the plugs i have
0: that's all the plugs um thanks for listening again next week more anime
1: see you space cowboy
0: bye